How do you think the majority of people in these corporate jobs overeat, overdrink, overspend, do a shitload of drugs? They are also miserable, but they have accepted their misery. You're taking a different path. I felt the same way. I used to work at Aon Hewitt, a multi-billion dollar Fortune 500 company. I had a great job, had a great office, had everything. And I was like, bro, this is a mother trap. I knew it. I was 25. I was like, I am enslaved. This is a trap and I'm not doing this. Not, not, not on my watch, not in my finite years. Same thing when I went back to America in 2016 and I saw just like the state of America. Cause you know, when you leave America and you come back, you see how it erodes at a rapid rate. I was like, there is no way in hell I'm spending my prime of my life in this disgusting third world. Fuck that. Fuck these fat. Fuck these crazy motherfuckers who are obsessed with politics. I am out. This is a finite life. It doesn't last that long. It's a trick. You get sucked into this trick, and this trick is what every CEO and every head of every corporation, every chief financial officer, all these people that are just trying to like improve the bottom line, rake in more money, keep this company growing and keep kicking ass. It's a trick. You're sucked up in a trick. There's a natural human tendency to accumulate numbers for whatever reason. Go back to our early days when resources were scarce. And if you get sucked into that trick, one day you're gonna wake up and that, that's gonna be usually be too late. You, usually it's on your deathbed. Usually it's close to it. You're like, what did I do? This is it. My health is failing. My life's falling apart. And what has my, my life been? It's been 10, 12, 14 hours a day in these stuffed offices under fluorescent lights, crunching numbers. And for what? My friends, welcome to the Sheepka Sheared podcast. We're here. We talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed. My friends, we're talking about people today, and by people, I mean you. Because my friends, look, I don't know about you, but I get into I get into these moods where I feel, you know, unhappy, depressed, whatever term you want to use, and you know, I, I get tempted to just almost throw a pity party for myself. I get into these moods and I'm like, dude, I'm feeling old burdens of life. Life's no good. I, I'm unhappy. What do I do? Am I doing something wrong? And then I get angry because I'm upset because I don't want to be upset. And then I go through these, I go through these little fluctuations of my mood. And am I alone in this? I can't be. I mean, based on the numbers alone, there's no way that I can be alone on this. But my friends, I wanted to do a show today and explain to you that if you're feeling depressed, you're feeling the burdens of life, you're not, you're not sick per se. At least I'm not, I am not a psychiatrist, but as somebody who's been on the rock bottom, as somebody who's been in a mental hospital on suicide watch for 28 days in an inpatient facility, I'm here to tell you, I know what it's like to hit rock bottom. I know what it's like to feel like your life is garbage, worth nothing, and you just don't want to be around anymore. I understand that. Better than most people. But here's the thing I really want to let you know today. That life is a grind. Life is, life is full of suffering and life sucks. If you feel like you're feeling the... You're, okay, no, no. Here's what, I want, here's what I want to tell you. 
You are so lied to in the media today. You see these commercials. You see everywhere you look, there's a ha-ha and a ho-ho and a hee-hee. And everyone seems like they're having a good time. Everyone's making a lot of money. You're the only one who's poor. Uh, Everybody's out there having fun. You're the only person who's feeling sad. Uh, Everybody's out there, you know, at the club shaking their booty, popping bottles with models, and you're the only one staying at home. That's not true. You think everybody's out there living that Andrew Tate life, uh, living that uh, Dan Bilzerian life. No. Most people, for most people, life is a grind. Life is really difficult and life fundamentally sucks for them. And I'm not, if you think I'm out here popping bottles with models, I'm not. I'm grinding just like everybody else. My friends, if you think that you need to be happy all the time and if you're not happy, then you're sick, Well, you're just wrong. You couldn't be more wrong. In fact, it's your sadness that helps you create. Let me tell you something. I almost didn't do this show today. I almost didn't get on here and do this. I already did a show earlier today. But I came on here because I realized something. And this is not only is this for me, but it's for you. Because I know that if I'm feeling this way on a Saturday night, I could be going out there with my friends right now trying to uh, get up on some girl at the club or something, but I'm not going to do that. Why would I? It's a waste of my time. Waste of my time and and money and everything else. Why in the world would I do that? I could go out and go drink and and be a drunk and and try to forget that I'm unhappy, but guess what? All it's going to do is burn a hole in my wallet. All it's going to do is make me age faster and it's going to make me still, I'm still going to feel like garbage when I wake up tomorrow morning. My friends, if you, I've taken SSRIs. I know what they do. I know how they operate, okay? And let me tell you something. Feeling low is not as bad as feeling nothing at all. Now, I know you're thinking right now, if you're sad, you want to feel nothing. But let me tell you something. Feeling nothing is so much worse because then you don't know how to feel. It's one thing when you feel and you're like, oh, I don't want to feel upset. I feel upset, but I shouldn't, you know, because I don't have it as bad as maybe some starving kids in Africa or in South America or whatever. You know, I'm, I'm not in torture camp or whatever. But so my life is not bad, but I feel sad, whatever. But when you don't feel anything at all, you feel like you should be feeling something, but you feel nothing. And that's the worst you know, just to prove to you you're not alone, I want to pull this up. Give me one second. I want you to look at this. For those of you who are listening on the audio only, I'll read it for y'all. It says nearly 4 in 10, so 39.3% of adults report symptoms of anxiety or depression as of February 2021 compared to 32% in 2023. So they're saying that the rates are going down. Which is interesting because in 2021 was when COVID was really about to start. So I find that interesting. Is it because more people are on more drugs or people on more, are people drinking more alcohol, smoking more weed, on more SSRIs? What's going on here? It's, it's, it says 90% of public believe 90% of the public believes there is a mental health crisis in America in the United States. So yeah, I'd agree with that. I think most people think that there is one. In fact, let me tell you something. If you're feeling 
downing should if you're feeling anxious let's, let's forget depression for a second okay a lot of people focus on that and we've already done it for a couple minutes i want to shift gears for a second if you are feeling anxious about your life you feel like you're behind you feel like you could be doing more like you look at people either in your life or on social media and you think to yourself you know what i should be farther ahead than i am right now I am not doing enough. I'm, I'm not as successful as I want to be. I'm not making as much money as I want to be. I don't have the caliber of girlfriend that I want or boyfriend that I want. And I should be doing better. I should be more than I am right now. And because of that, I feel like I'm no good. Well, if you feel that way, welcome to the club. Because <laughs> I feel that way all the time. And hopefully I'm not projecting too much on the show. I realize that sometimes I've, I, I work out my, my emotions on the show, and I hope it's not ruining the show in any way. But, my friends, I want to tell you a little story. When I was in the Air Force, I, I, some of you have heard this story before with bits and pieces, but when I was in my inpatient in, mental, in the mental hospital in, when I was in the Air Force... I was just miserable. I felt like life was, had no meaning. I had no meaning. I was a waste of space. My life was hit rock water. I felt like I had nothing left to lose. Now I know. Now I know. I know that sounds ridiculous or like I'm being overdramatic. But let me tell you something. It was only when I hit rock bottom and I was forced. I remember looking up at the ceiling every night. I thought to myself, why am I even here? What's the point of it all? Why do I have to suffer so much? Why do I have to keep pushing through life without a guarantee on the planet? Why is it that some people have it so easy in life, some people have stuff handed to them, and yet I'm out here busting my behind, working 12 to 14 hours a day, and I'm not doing what I want to be doing. Why is that? How is that fair? And life is not about fairness. If we, if everybody got everything we ever deserved, uh, we'd all be in a very precarious and very horrible situation, quite frankly. But... It was only when I was at rock bottom, I felt like I had nothing left to lose, like I said before. But it was when I was sharing with other people and I saw how I wasn't alone. Because you had, I don't know if you're anything like me, but I had this tendency to believe that no one had it as bad as me. No one understood what I was going through, nor could they. And if I would open up to anybody, they'd be like, oh, you're just weak. How dare you think that your life is bad? Someone else has it much worse than you. How dare you fix it, get on with their life, and stop being a crybaby already? That's that's what I thought people would, were thinking. That's what I thought people would say to me. But it was only when I started to share and open up, I realized that, wow, other people can, like, actually relate to this? What? People, and I know. I, I know. It might seem strange if you've never done it before yourself, but trust me, it really does. But it also made me realize that you cannot waste your life doing something that makes you unhappy. Now, you're not going to be happy all the time. Trust me, you're not going to. If you think you're going to, you're not. Hedonism is a 
total falsehood. The people who chase happiness are the most miserable people on the planet. So don't be one of those people. Instead of chasing excitement, chasing that next hit, chasing that next high, you need to chase fulfillment. You need to find something that makes you feel fulfilled, something that makes you feel like your life is worth something, like you're working towards something bigger than yourself, something that will outlive you, something that will be able to fill your spirit with joy. Because if you are not doing that, you're going to find a way to fill yourself up. You're like, everybody's like a well. And a dry well can't give water, which is going to lead you to being thirsty, thirsting for meaning, thirsting for knowledge, thirsting for a sense of satisfaction. And a lot of people find that solace in substances, which is only temporary number one and will create other problems number two. So my friends, I want you to sit back and ask yourself whether you need to get out a pen and paper, whether you want to just sit. If, if you're listening to the show in your car, if you're listening to the show when you're at the office, if you're listening to the show when you're sitting in your room doing homework, whatever it is you're doing, just sit back and say to yourself, what is it that makes me happy? What is it that I really like doing? What is it that if money was totally irrelevant and all the money in the universe, what would I still want to do? And if the answer is nothing, well, then you have some work ahead of you because you need to figure out what is it you have to enjoy something. Uh, video games, uh, sports, uh, it could be um, going to a, a gun range, whatever it is you like doing, playing uh, uh, Magic the Gathering. I don't know what you like doing. But whatever it is you like doing, there is an audience for it. There's a way to monetize your passions, a way to monetize what you like doing. I like talking, clearly. If I didn't like talking, I wouldn't be doing this show. But my friends, I like sharing with the world what it is. I have this need to be understood. I had this need to feel as though I am not alone and that other people could at least peer into the infinite void. At least how I feel a lot of times. I'm not a feeling man. You might think from the show that I'm one of those, you know, snowflake feeling kind of guys. I'm not. If you know me in real life, you know that's not true. But my friends, I want you to know that no matter where you're at, even if you're at the lowest of the low, or you've never had it so good and you're on a serious winning streak, you should really take this time to ask yourself this question of what is it I truly desire? What is it I like to do? If, I could, if money was totally irrelevant and I had all the money in the universe, what would I do with my life? If you can't answer that question, well, then you need to go back to step one. Step one is you need to find an answer to that question. Number two is then you find a way to practice what it is you like, what your passion is, practicing your passion. There are levels to this. And you need to start at level one if you don't even know an answer to that question. My friends, I don't want you to be living out this substandard uh, suffering existence. I don't want you to be doing that. No one should. It will lead you to resent the one thing that you are given as the greatest gift, and that is life itself. Ask an old person 
if they would like more of their more life? They'd probably say yes. Everyone has this need to survive, to thrive, to keep moving on. This is only a rut. Might be one you continue to come back to, but just know that you are not alone. You are the furthest thing from alone. You are, and if you ever think you're alone, come back to this video. If you think if you think you're alone, go to the comment section. I guarantee you, I want people to share their story in the comments below, whether it's on YouTube, Rumble. And go over to my Twitter page at sheepgetsheared over there. I'll post this question after I'm done with the show. My friends, you are not alone. I guarantee you there will be people in the comments section who will say, hey, this is my story. It takes a lot of maturity and strength to be vulnerable about how you've messed up or how you think you've messed up in the past and how to bear your weakness or what you perceive to be weakness to other people. My friends, you need to find it is what you enjoy because without it, your life will feel like a chore and you will be robbing yourself of the glorious gift that is life. My friends, God bless you. God bless your family and God bless America. We're out of here. Enjoy, enjoy yourself. Do something you enjoy. Life is short. If you don't stop and enjoy it once in a while, you might miss it. Take care of yourselves. Peace.